0: Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent, documentary, and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Caspar. Benedetta Barzini wants to disappear. An iconic fashion model from the 1960s, she became a muse for Warhol, Dolly... Pan and Avedon. As a radical feminist in the 70s, she fought for the rights of emancipation of women. At the age of 75, she has become fed up with all the roles that life has imposed upon her and decides she wants to leave everything behind to disappear to a place as far away as possible from the world she knows. And with that, I want to introduce to our audience the director of this amazing documentary film, The Disappearance of My Mother, Beniamino Barizi. Benimino? Hello. Hello. Hi. hi, how are you? How are you?
1: Um, I'm very well. It's great to talk to you. I'm very excited that <laughs> I can show the film Thank in you. the U.S. and I can share it with, with you.
0: Thank you, and I am so uh, thrilled to have you on. I just absolutely love the film. It is such a, a beautiful film to look at. It's such a interesting story of your mom and this interaction and the, the relationship that you have with her. Uh, and uh, So let's start. I mean, you—you've pro- in some ways, you've been making this documentary for many, many years. But wh- at what point in, in photographing and filming your mother did you decide that this was a film that you wanted to make about her?
1: Well, it, it kind of comes from a very personal urge, but also from the recognition that some of the themes that my mom was exploring uh, through her, her life, both because she was a model and because she became a professor in university that kind of reflected upon uh, her experience working uh, in the fashion industry. Um, were really important for for me and I think also for my generation, this idea that we have to expose ourselves, we, we kind of all became models with the social media exploding in a way. We all kind of tell ourselves constantly and we kind of depend on images so much every part of our lives depend on images of course I'm a filmmaker and I'm a photographer and I love making images but I saw how this uh, tendency of creating images and sort of living through images was kind of getting more and more prominent pre- 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 uh, and uh, I kind of suffered for that also so I felt a connection with my mom and I I thought that, you know, I think that as a son or a daughter, you have to deal with your with your family, you know, where you come from. That's very important to kind of cut that, uh, I don't know how you say it, you know, cut that kind of strings that link you to, to where you're from and kind of find your own voice. And, I you know, I have this amazing connection with my mom, but I also felt the burden. So that's my personal urgency. And then I really wanted to explore, you know, this theme about the images and... And that's where I started. When my mom told me she was going to stop teaching, I thought that I really wanted to record her last lectures. And I moved back to Italy. I was living in London uh, for over seven years. I I was there, and I decided to go back and to kind of confront her and film these lectures. And that became the starting point. And then the movie became something else from there.
0: Mm. You know, I think what you're talking about is something that's very important. It's something that I've learned over the course of my lifetime, which is in re- in relation to our parents we for for our early years we see them as our parents the providers the pr- people who teach us about life and relationships and our connections to one another and all of those things and then there's another part of that relationship which i think is p- a big part of your film and why i was so drawn to it and that is at some point in our lives we have to see our parents as people who if we met them on the street what would be our impression yeah. of them, and and I think yes. I think that is what your film is. In some ways, uh, it's about seeing our parents as people who are not our parents.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely? I, I yeah, I'm glad that you 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 got that. I mean, everybody watched this film from a different perspective, and they bring what comes from there themselves. So I'm you know I'm glad that you you've been sort of reacting to that. It's it's important for me. My mom always says that I am the only of her sons. I mean, she has four that was able to look at her as a person, not only as a mother. And and it's true. I You know, I think that you don't choose where you're born. You know, you just get there by, you know, some force that brings you into this world. And, and then you grow up, and then you can see where where you're from. And, and, and I always looked at my mom and was, kind of like a gift that I had, you know, is this amazing person, and I could spend time with her, but I not, I never thought about her just as my mom. I was always attracted to see the other side of her, you know, this kind of shadow that always a mother has, because you can only see one perspective, which is what she shows you, which is, of course, the mother's side. But then there is the woman, there is the, the working person, there is the, the teenager that you you've never met, that maybe was going through, you know, whatever a teenager goes through. And for me, you know, I I, I love uh, female uh, characters, and I, I I really relate to them as a as an audience member in movies, but also in literature. And uh, I was, for example, very uh, moved when I watched for the first time the Casavetes movie with Gina Roland, a uh, woman under in, the influence. And uh, and for me, like to be able to approach the the, the 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 character of my mom or the person that she is from so close uh, with the intimacy of of course that they have was a real um, you know playground as you know when i wanted to make this film because i could really go uh, on the other side and try to explore that and i think that's important because again we live in a time where we all share our intimate life on social media so much but at the same time it's like intimacy has uh, lost uh, all its value and we don't really, it's, everything seems fake, you know, the more we expose, the more we make things artificial and in this movie I tried to develop a film language that could really show some of this intimacy and I hope that people will, I mean, I, I think people will be disturbed because it's not, doesn't really look like, You um, know, some people could think what, what am I watching but other people hopefully will also see the value of that. Yeah, so I'm glad that you you saw that.
0: Yeah, and and uh, just to explore this a little yeah. bit more, when when I when my mom became ill with a with an illness that eventually took her life, was was the real dawning of my realization of her as this person, vulnerable, um, uh, angry, happy. Uh, all of the things that come with and really sort of and it, it and it, it deepened my appreciation of her because I could see from from that how much she sacrificed in, in 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 servants of her family and of me and all of these things came into play and again this is something that I feel like you 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 see this in the in, in your film The Disappearance of my mother. I just feel it yes. just is
1: yeah, no, I agree. And there is, there is I put, uh, consciously, because I recorded a lot of her lectures, not all of them, unfortunately, right. of this last uh, series of lectures, but I recorded a lot of them. And, you know, in the economy of the edit, I could only choose a few moments of this. And I chose a moment that is pretty much, you know, in the center of the film, where she talks about the images of women in, uh, in, in, you know, in the fashion, um, sort of the iconography of women. And she says that... A lot of women, like 90% of the images of women, portray them as, as, you know, with a child. You know, the the Holy Mary, whatever, and all the religious and non-religious iconography of women. The most standard image is the woman with a child that is breastfeeding or, you know, having the child in her, in on her lap. And this is because the women, you know, this is what my mom, my mother explains to her class. Mainly, uh, according to the you know the expectation of society, they have to be mother. That's where they realize their potential. That's where they that's what they you know. And she basically she says you could also be a businesswoman. You could also be the head of the state maybe one day. But mainly, you will have to be a mother. And it's very strange because she obviously wants to be also something else. And she her life has been an exploration of you know a critique of what you know. Female stereotypes are, but at the same time, she was also a mother of four kids, and in this movie, there is her son that is portraying her so it 's like a nemesis, something that you cannot escape from but 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 yeah, I mean yeah. there's also a reflection about on this, but of course she's also the first example of how it 's difficult to to be a woman, to be a mother, but also develop other parts you know there's always this sacrifice element
0: that you just mentioned. Yeah. Now, w- let's back up just a half a step. And um, first of all, I want to remind our listeners we're speaking with the director of the documentary film, The Disappearance of My Mother, Beniamino Barisi. It is in theaters now, and I it will continue to roll out around the country this relationship that you have with your mother in the film, it is at times antagonistic. Uh, It's at times very loving, very vulnerable. But a lot of it, the the antagonism comes from what she sees as your inability to understand why she wants to disappear and why she's allowed herself to be the subject of your film. And I thought that that tension, while at times it was playful, at times very serious about why she was doing this was out of a sense of well you tell me why you think she was so committed to what she called the project our project Uh, why do you think she was so willing to go go along with what you were doing
1: with, with my film or with her, with, her well, desire to w- go? With well, both,
0: but certainly the film. Why do you think she, why even though she was reticent and resisted a lot of this, and she told you so, she didn't really want to do this. Yeah. But at the end of the day, she did. So uh, I'd sort of like to explore that part of that relationship you have
1: with her. Sure. Well, but first of all, I, I, I should say, and I always say that this when they ask me questions, that... This um, this uh, struggle and this uh, contrast between us—it's it, real, of course—but it's also staged. It's part of, you know, when you make a documentary, you're not like reporting like a journalist, or you're not—it's not like a reality show type, or like the Big Brother on TV. But it, there is a writing kind of, there is a structure, there is a, a dramaturgy, dramaturgy. So this this kind of process of our of our our fighting is kind of conveying an idea that I wanted to convey that is the struggle of uh, telling a story making an image using a subject for your own purpose for telling a story and for me this is a contrast that exposes her her struggle with uh, being an image being being objectified uh, by the male gaze and I am also a man that tells her story and so for, it's bigger and it's not completely like authentic I I created that in the edit it's all true but I also wanted to I became a character, kind of this kind of naive and um, obsessed kid, and, you know, she's also a character in the film. She's larger than that in real life, but, yeah. yes, there was a contrast, and I think she really suffers in front of the lens, and she, she's more comfortable when it's a fashion shoot, which is, could be ironical, but in a fashion shoot, she she's playing, she's working, and then it's, I saw the opposite, but when I put my lens in front of her, and I'm asking her to be... Uh, you know um herself actually this is more invasive this is a lot more violent which for me would would be the opposite but um but and so she agreed to do this film because she knew that um kind of what i was saying in the beginning like for me as a son i have the right to do something with uh... my experience and and then she was the first one that wants us to be able to let go of each other and she she really thought that This process of making the film would help me to uh, process, digest, and sort of elaborate uh, what she is and her decision to go. So, in a way, we we came together in the process with the same, with really different desires. Like she hated the idea of making the film, but we had the same shared um, interest in letting go of each other in a way, you know, like a love story, you know, you never know how to get out of a love story because it's too beautiful. And, yeah. but, and then at and some point you learn that loving could also be to be able to let go of each other, you know, because it's, there's a time where that could happen. So uh, the film was this for both of us in a way. So and we, yeah. I think we managed to, to do a lot yeah. through this
0: film.
1: About her desire to, did you get it?
0: Yes, go ahead, please. I'm sorry.
1: No, no. About her desire to to go. I mean, I, you know, it, it's something that I've heard since she she turned 50, and I was born when she was 43. So I I think I was seven years old the first time we like started hearing this in different shapes and forms. This idea that she would want to go, and uh, I think it's it's actually something that partially comes from you know depression and rage uh, because we all live in the ties of a society that really wants us to conform to a lot of you know in order to be here as she said in the movie you have to work you have to physically you have to you have to sort of comply to a lot of rules and and and, and again stereotypes and for women this is even more of a burden because you know the society is, is structured organized and so through designed by by men for centuries and centuries and 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 if you are thinking we woman i think it's even more of a realization when you, when you when you notice that you just have to fit into something that you didn't even take any kind of um space in designing or thinking and and it's it's it must be very heavy for for a woman i think um, and then she's always been thinking about that. She's always had a uh, struggle with her family, with her, you know, her father. And, and then she was always a rebel. So it, it comes from this side, this depressing depression side, but also it comes from a very positive energy that she really wants to discover a different way of living, different way of living the last part of her life. And, and again, for me, this is very inspiring because uh, I think our society is so geared towards Young people, young age uh and when you get over a certain age, you kind of disappear you know naturally, you are invisible there is no meaning for your life, there is no space for you in society you can you know there's not much we don't really recognize um a space or a role for for older people mm-hmm. in other societies they are you know the wise people they are the magicians or the shamans or we we have nothing for them. And, um, and she just wants to see how can somebody be old in a less passive way, and also how can somebody die in a less passive way? And I think this is a very inspiring philosophical research, and, and, I, and I really like that. You know, I don't think that she's crazy. I think that she has a point, and I'd like to understand what it is, and of course, I will suffer if she really goes, whatever this means. but um, Yeah.:
0: Well, I, I'm so glad and you I think
1: p- that cinema. Cinema can really help to bridge this this space because with imagination and with uh, telling a story you can really go further than a lot of words.
0: Absolutely. I'm so glad you brought all those elements into it. And uh, the fact that she was a high-profile supermodel of, in this sort of first wave of what we think of as supermodels in uh, in our society, and that she came through that, and on the other side of it became an intellectual, uh, a, a fierce uh, advocate for the rights of women, and, and all of the things that sort of in, it are her. And I think for her it, the thought of being thought of as the supermodel part of it is is probably one of the things that sort of feels like it's fueling her desire to be seen as anything but that person that she was, uh, you know, many yeah. years ago. So it's all in the film, and yeah. this is what this is the thing about the the disappearance of my mother. It is it is there are so many layers and so many different questions that are posed in the in the film. That I was always, always intrigued by the film, the way you put it together, but also by her and by you, the two of you together. But she is such a dynamic person, and I, I would, yeah. you know, I'd, I would be honored to, to just to spend a little time with her sometime, just because I feel. I feel that this is the kind of person that, that we all need to be more of in, in, it's in the way that she talks about her life and yeah. reflects on it. so Mike, yes absolutely. she's a great
1: person. she's much better than in the film. She, she's amazing. you know now she's a little old because she's 76, and she, her energy uh, uh, is kind of waving in a way, but, but she has so much to give and she's so intelligent, and that's why I made this film because I thought that I couldn't be the only one you know, exposed to all these. Amazingness! I really wanted to share it and although it took a little bit of violence because she didn't want you know in theory she didn't want this thing to be made but actually now she's actually happy she's been very revitalized by by all this process because she's, <laughs> a lot of things are arriving in her life and I think it was a little bit liberating as you said to also be seen in a different way when you are beautiful and people tell you that you're beautiful since you are 5, 6, uh, whatever years old and then you become a model and then this is such a cage um, and okay. I think it was great to, to be able to um, for her to meet other people, and she's probably gonna start teaching again in university. And I'm so glad. And, oh. and uh, yeah, I hope you can meet her. You know, oh. I, I don't know if she, we will be back. We were in Los Angeles a few weeks ago, yeah. actually, but uh, good knows.
0: Well, uh, we've been talking about uh, Benedetta. Barzini the supermodel from the from the era of the 60s and the 70s and her career went on for many many years as this model and it's and how she has uh Become more of the person that she actually is than what she was when she was a supermodel uh, is is it's, it's a testament to her. But this is a remarkable documentary. I just am so enthralled with the way that you put it together and the honesty and uh, and the the interaction between you and and her and the people around her in her classes and all the rest of it. It's such a sa- it's such a wonderful watch. And uh, I'm congratulations. Uh, Beniamino uh, Barisi for this work and thank you so very much for spending some thank time you. with us on Film School Radio. I really appreciate your time today.
1: Thank you. I look forward to meeting you in person as well and I hope that some people will watch it in Los Angeles especially because you know it's Los Angeles the stereotype is that it's you know it's this kind of uh, uh, celebrity world and I, I, I keep thinking about La, La Land and and all that side of and I would love that my mom could be kind of uh, injected into all that to bring a different perspective and a different look about who we are and how can we live and what is beauty, what is images. So I hope that people will go to see it.
0: Well, uh, thanks to you. We, we will have that opportunity to, to, to uh, explore all the things that you talked about in the film and you just said now. So thank you. Uh, have Safe thank travels. You. Safe travels and continue the great work that you're doing. Appreciate it.
1: Yes, I'm in Rio de Janeiro now, so uh, hi from Brazil, and I hope to meet you soon.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much. Ciao, Mike.